morning from the team here at 1.37 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. Good morning, everyone. Happy Tuesday. The date is January 4th. Hope you're having a good start to January and a good start to the new year to 2022. Still pretty weird to say that. It still sounds like kind of a fake year to me. Um, But with that, we got a fun anniversary to start on this day. So on this day, 20 years ago, on January 4th in 2001, Michael Jordan became at that time only the fourth player in NBA history to cross the 30,000 point threshold when he actually he was playing for the Wizards at the time and he crossed it in a game against his former team, the Chicago Bulls. And then just to catch you up to date, now there are only seven players who have crossed the threshold. So in order from the highest scorer of all time, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, followed by Karl Malone, and then LeBron is third. But a lot of people believe that LeBron will surpass Kareem's goal. He's about 2,000 points off, and based on his current output, it's very possible that he'll be able to do it in the next couple of seasons. Um, And then Kobe, and then Michael Jordan, and then Dirk Nowitzki, also over 30,000. And then, of course, Wilt Chamberlain, also over 30,000. And with that, Elton, what's going on in entertainment? Hip-hop. Yeah, so in the first major album release of the new year, it happens to be coming from YSL Records' shining star, Gunna. So it turns out the fourth installment in Gunna's drip season is actually set to drop a lot sooner than expected. So Gunna went on his Instagram and revealed and made it clear to everyone that drip season four will hit all streaming services this Friday on January 7th. I'm going to go out on the limb here and say that Young Thug, Lil Baby, Roddy Rich and Travis Scott will all pop up on Drift Season 4 as the album's premiere guest features. Gunna is coming out strong. New year, new music, new album, new drip. It's going to be amazing. The CES is going on right now, which is the Consumer Electronics Show, and they're doing some early announcements. The show is officially going to start on Wednesday, January 5th and run to Saturday, January 8th. But a few tech giants are coming out now with some early news. Samsung, they're doing some big things. And their myriad of announcements regarding their roster of smart TVs for 2022, Samsung announced plans to incorporate both a screen-based explorer and an NFT marketplace aggregator in the new lineup of its services. According to Samsung, Samsung's 2022 Micro LED, Neo QLED, and the Frame TV will include an intuitive integrated platform for discovering, purchasing, and trading digital artwork. And to add on to Samsung's smart TV enhancements for the new year, the tech giant also announced its new cloud gaming platform for those same televisions. So this new service is called Samsung's Gaming Hub and is being put in place to allow smart TV owners to play video games on them without a game console or gaming PC in place. NVIDIA's GeForce Now, Google Stadia, and Utomic will serve as launch partners for the Gaming Hub, which means the huge library of games that are already available through each service will now be playable through Samsung's new service itself. So if you get a new Samsung Smart TV this year, you're going to be able to trade NFTs and play games like, you know, Google's Stadia service implemented it with just having the game right there. You watch a trailer for it. You're like, hey, I want to play this new Destiny 2 game or this new Far Cry 6. Boom. You go on your Smart TV, Samsung. Boom. You can play the game. So technology moving forward. CES 2022 has a lot more big news coming. So hopefully we'll be able to cover those as well. Charlie, sports world updates. What we got going on? Sports. Yes, sir. We got a couple of things to talk about in the sports world. So first up, big news in the proper football world yesterday was that the new manager of Man U, Ralph Rangnick, suffered his first loss as the manager of Man United. Um, So he suffered his first defeat as the Man U manager Monday as Cristiano Ronaldo, their star and company, lost 1-0 at home against the Wolverhampton Wanderers after Joao Moutinho's last goal sealed the win. 
For the Wolves, and this is why this was especially interesting news, it marked the club's first win at Old Trafford since 1980, ending a 41-year drought against Man U. So it was big news for that reason, and then also just it's his first loss as the manager. So it's an important story in the Premier League, and I'm going to be trying to cover the Premier League a little bit more going forward. We got the sports guy on our team, and every once in a while I like to just send him a text and say, hey Matt, what's going on in the Premier League? Can you catch me up? Hopping over to the world of the NBA, so this isn't necessarily super timely news, but just sort of a recap of what had happened in the past week from the NBA. So the NBA picks every week a player of the week for the Eastern Conference and for the Western Conference, and yesterday they made their announcements. They do it on Monday, and they named Ja Morant the player of the week for the Western Conference and DeMar DeRozan the player of the week for the Eastern Conference. Just to recap Ja's week, Ja's only 22 years old. He had a crazy week, um, and LeBron also had an insane week, so some people thought LeBron was going to get it, but Ja beat him out. Um, And so it's based on his games from December 27th through January 2nd. In that period, the Grizzlies, John Morant led the Grizzlies to a 3-0 record, and he averaged 34.7 points, 6.7 rebounds, and 4.7 assists. He scored over 30 in all three games against the Suns, Lakers, and Spurs. This is also his first time winning the Player of the Week award. Also, if you're new to basketball, John Morant is one of the most fun players in the league to watch. I would argue just his insane athleticism. He's a real highlight player. Um, And then the player of the week in the East, this one was pretty, everybody knew who it was going to go to. It went to DeMar DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan made headlines this past weekend for hitting back-to-back buzzer beaters in games on back-to-back days, the first time that any player had ever done that in NBA history. Um, Over the Bulls' four games from December 27th to January 2nd, DeMar DeRozan averaged 27.8 points, 7.3 assists, and 5.3 rebounds per game. He has really cemented himself as the biggest fourth quarter threat in the league. He has the best stats in the fourth quarter of any player. He is the clutchest player in the league right now. This is also his second time winning the award just this season. DeMar DeRozan is also increasingly one of the most fun players to watch because he has this really old school game where he hits a lot of mid-range shots, a lot of turnaround mid-range shots, and it's he's so, so, so fun to watch. He just kind of oozes cool out on the court, and so I love watching DeMar DeRozan. That's it for today's episode, ladies and gentlemen. For more details on these stories and more, make sure you head to 137pm.com or follow us on all our social media platforms. We'll be back again tomorrow. And as always, remember to stay curious. <laughs>